0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me to everyone, but good news is we're picking up with my favorite devotional, New Morning Mercies. I would actually read this devotional a lot more frequently, but sometimes it's hard to like read out loud because the author is just incredibly thoughtful and very heady. Not a knock on him, but sometimes it can be hard to read. Anyways, I'm going to do my best. Let's jump in. You and I have two big problems. First, we live in a dramatically broken world that does not function the way God intended. You will not live in this fallen world without suffering in some way. Perhaps it will be a situation of heartbreaking injustice. Maybe you'll be the victim of an act of violence. Perhaps you'll suffer a divorce or a betrayal of a friend. Maybe you'll be robbed or mugged. Perhaps, like many, you'll suffer under the weight of a corrupt government. Maybe a disease will infect and weaken your body, but even if none of these things comes your way, you'll suffer the hardship and toil of living in a world where things simply don't work in a way that God originally designed. But that's not all. You'll also be required to deal with the endless temptations that wait for you around every corner. What God says is ugly will be presented to you as beautiful. Seductive voices will whisper untruths in your ears. You'll be tempted to desire things that are outside of God's plan for you. If you don't take the fallenness of the world seriously, you'll live with unrealistic expectations and be naive to temptation. But we have a second and even more fundamental problem. It is far more troublesome than the evil that is outside of us. It's the evil inside of us. If you're a child of God, the power of sin has been broken in God's justifying grace. But the presence of sin still remains and is being progressively removed by sanctifying grace. This means sin still lives inside of you. Your trouble is never just environmental. It is always also internal. If you were completely pure in heart, life in this fallen world would be infinitely easier. But if you embrace the theology of the heart that is in Scripture, you know that sin is first a problem of the heart before it is ever a problem of our behavior. Here's what you and I need to understand and never forget. It is only ever the evil inside of us that hooks us to the evil outside of us. Sin makes me susceptible to the lure of temptation. Temptation plays to the evil desires and idolatrous craving that still live in my heart. Temptation appeals to my selfishness and greed. Temptation targets my laziness and impatience. Temptation hooks my materialism and discontentment. Temptation goes after my desire to have my own way and write my own rules. But in His grace, Jesus is present to help us overcome both of these fundamental problems. Romans 5 verse 20 says, where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. And isn't it good to know that as sin reigned in death, grace reigns with eternal life. And there's so much I want to unpack from this devotional. I'm going to try not to talk your ear off, but this is the type of stuff that just, I call it a heart piercer because honestly, sometimes it hurts to listen to, or it's a, it's, I don't want to call it a rude awakening, but it's definitely an awakening where you're like, oh my gosh, a lot just happened here. But the first thing that I want to touch on is the reality of our broken world. And this is one of those things that if the world were operating the way God had originally intended it to operate, we wouldn't have to worry about things like disease, natural disasters, crime, poverty, etc., And if we didn't have a human nature that was bent towards sin, then we wouldn't have to worry about temptations like lust, greed, selfishness, laziness, discontentment, etc. And let me explain to you why that's actually good news. It's not good news that the world is broken and our heart has a fracture in it, but there's good news because whenever we actually accept the reality of the situation, we can now start to equip ourselves, prepare ourselves, and adapt through the power of the Holy Spirit to live life here on earth that's broken with a nature that bends towards sin and we're actually prepared or we're not walking out into the world totally naive to the realities of what's going on. And so that way when the world does whisper untruths in our ear, we can now apply it through the lens of scripture to say, oh wait, is this true? Or when the world says, hey, this is actually really beautiful, but it's something God deems as ugly, we can like, oh no, 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 I know the truth in this. But if we fail to accept the these two fundamental problems that, that we're experiencing every single day, then we won't be prepared to handle hardships through a broken world and we won't be prepared to resist temptation that's going to be constantly thrown at us. And so this is actually a great chance for us to accept the reality of the situation we're in and make the most out of it. One of the biggest things that I talked to Tori about in our marriage is even whenever we were dating and we would have a disagreement on something, I would always say to her because uh, and I'm not throwing shade, I wish you were here to to hear what I'm going to say, but she would be totally okay with it. If Tori and I had a disagreement before we were married, she thought it was the end of the relationship. She just kind of was, that's what she expected. And I would, in a very loving way, explain to her say, Hey babe, like People are messy, therefore relationships will be messy. And I am someone who's just totally embraced the situation that hey, I'm a I'm a person who struggles with sin, and so are you. And if we think that two individual people who struggle with sin are now in a relationship and that's also not going to have the, its it struggles because of the sin, we're, we're tricking ourselves. So because we know that, let's extend each other so much more grace and let's be there for each other to lift ourselves up out of those situations or those struggles and remind each other that like you are not my enemy. The enemy is my enemy and we're on the same team. And this is just a very pivotal mindset shift that I had you know, several years ago. And I really want to encourage you all in it. I'm, if you already do have this mindset, kudos to you. Now let's continue sharing it with people. That way we can all make sure that we are equipped in a, the reality of the world that is broken to do life and do life abundant with Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit and then taking that love that we're receiving and then sharing it with our neighbor. I'm going to pray this on now. Lord, thank you for this devotional. Thank you that you not only conquered death, but you conquered sin, God. And I just ask that you help us to embrace the power that you have given us through your Holy Spirit to resist the temptation to fall into sin, Lord. And would you help us to... Uh, take these hardships that potentially happen because of a broken world, God, and bring your light into them. Bring your love into them, God. We can't stop all these things from happening, but we can bring goodness into these situations, God. And so we pray that you'll help us be a conduit of your love, your protection, your healing, and your mercy, O oh Lord. In your sons, let me, pray. Amen. Amen, God. Well, now's that perfect time, y'all, to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta mañana.